now. Lord, restore my strength, even with this cold, that you will allow the cold to be an instrument to, to take me higher in a higher anointing and a higher dependency on you. Lord, I ask that you move Satan out of the way and that we may hear what you are saying. Lord, give me freedom of spirit, freedom of speech, freedom of not being hindered by anything but to flow in your spirit as I preach. And Lord, as I flow, let us all flow in together that we may hear what the spirit is saying. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you are our exodus. You are our deliverer. It's all in you, Lord. And we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Isaiah is written somewhere between a thousand years and 750 years before the coming of Christ. And then Luke chapter 418, when Jesus commits his ministry, he turns to this verse as demonstration, as explanation of why he has come. <laughs> this is his ministry then. This is his ministry now through the church, through us, and what he wants to accomplish in each of our lives. Which means that this is a promise. I want you to claim your promise today. Amen, 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 amen. Because Satan is doing everything he can for you to not walk in your promise because he don't want you to walk in your influence. And, and your influence affects everyone around you. Uh, somebody didn't hear that. Well, let me see if I can explain. If I take a rock and throw it in a lake, you see a ripple effect on the top, but you don't see what's going underneath. And, and let me explain to you. The, the, the motion on top is less than the motion underneath. Everything we do has spiritual motion. Let me, can, can, I, can I come out of a different way? Everything we don't do have a spiritual motion. And this is the thing, that, 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 that we don't know the consequences and the effects that are being played out in our children's life. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yes, sir. In our grandchildren's life. Yes. Because of what God gave us the power to shut the crack, and we didn't. Listen, Satan knows these principles that I'm teaching. God made these principles I'm teaching. The problem is we don't know them, so we don't know how to walk on. Walk with me in this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me, empowered me. He has qualified me. In other words, I am the Messiah. I'm the one that was prophesied was going to come. I got that. To preach, to deliver. Gospel means good news. Tidy means good news. To the meek of heart. To the poor of spirit, let me explain this. Everyone is poor of spirit. The only thing that that makes you rich in spirit is when you get hooked up with Jesus. So if everyone is poor in spirit, because God sees us as spiritually dead, and the only way you can become spiritually alive, you got to have Jesus. That's why Jesus said, you must be, you gotta be born again. You don't have to be a good person. You, you can't work your way into it. No, if you want to get in the kingdom of God, you must be born again. 
Gadar. Every I'm not gonna stay here. Let's, let's move on. I try to go through this quickly. They're afflicted. And what he's saying is, because this world, Satan is its God. I'm gonna make that pause. Ephesians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says, the God of this world. Jesus, when he's about ready to be, he said, they come now and the king of this world, the ruler of this world has nothing in me. Adam gave it over to Satan. Satan's agenda is to kill, steal, and destroy. So watch this. Every one of us been afflicted. All of us been sinned against. All of us been lied on. All of us been taught. Don't ever think you're the only one going through. Don't ever think you're the only one that ever been hurt. If you need the stories that are in this world, I can bring you some children up in here that will tell their stories that will make you weep. Think you're the only one that went through. If you only knew the stories of other people, you would quit using your story as an excuse. Hallelujah. I said this last week. Let me say it again. What God allowed to happen in your life was not meant to define you. It was meant to prepare you for your destiny and your purpose. There's a choice that we make either to, to stay broken or allow God to take us to the next level so he can use what happened to us. And you're going to see this in this text. Let me run through it real quick. He says, he has sent me, this is what Jesus said, he has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted. Is there anybody with a broken heart today? Do you want to come get your promise? To proclaim liberty to those that are physical and spiritual captives. Listen, just because you handicap don't mean that you gotta act like you handicap. Some folks who are born without limbs who want more free than all of us. They have learned that I'm going to be all that God has me to be, and they got less than what we have, but they're enjoying life. What's this? He says, he says, captives and the opening of prison. The prison that he's talking about is not iron doors. It's our thinking. My question is this morning is, are you bound up, are you bound up in your mind? Because as we think, so are we. Hallelujah. He says to open up the eyes of those who are by. Listen, if you can't see the truth, you can't walk in truth. And, and, and if you think the way the world thinks, and, and that's the way you think, I want you to know today that the, that the world is a lie. That's why he said that my truth will set you free. The more truth you get in you, and I'm not just talking about being able to quote verses. Because you may be able to quote verses and still are bound up. I mean, when it gets in you. I'm talking about when it gets into your heart. When, when your faith kicks in and you begin to walk in all that God says that you are. You know, that's why I said you need to be able to talk to yourself and tell yourself who you are in Christ Jesus. My, my brothers and sisters, be careful who's speaking to you. Be careful who you're allowed to get into your ear. Set and started with speaking to Adam and Eve and it got them all bound up. And the Lord said, who told you that? I didn't tell you that. I got a question for you. Who told you that? 
told you that about you that keeps you there? Who told you that that got you all messed up? Let's just until you begin to speak truth to you, you can't walk in truth. Some of us need to stop playing that old tape of who done what to us. You need to quit playing that tape of what you didn't have or what happened. Listen, I understand, but what I'm saying is as long as you keep playing that tape, it's going to keep you where you're at. Listen, you need to preach to yourself. Well, funny thing happened. Funny thing happened. Sometimes, how can I say this? Sometimes, people who listen to me preach to me what I preached. And the funny thing is, I, I can't, I can't, I can't say nothing because they're using what I preach. My son said something, and he, he and I said, wait a minute, bitch, you preaching what I preach, and you preaching it to me. You know what? I had just had to receive it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My son knows me. My son's known me real well. So, so he, said, he said, Dad, sometimes you don't think you're worthy of the love God gives you. And he says, that hurts my heart. Listen to him. Matter of fact, this was just yesterday. I ought to go home and give him a red pill. Listen to him now. He said, You need to start talking to yourself. I'm sitting there looking funny. You need to start telling yourself that you are worthy in Christ Jesus. He said, he said, wait a minute, Dad. He said, you're my dad. He said, how would it look if I thought that you loved me too much? You're my dad. I know you love me. So how is it that you can't receive how your heavenly father loves you? You know what I did? I said, you're right, you're right. Listen, do you think that I got all this, even though I know the principles, do you think Satan attacks me? If I told you the stuff I've been through and the stuff that Satan throw at me, I could have everybody in here scared. You have no clue of my story. You know what I've told you, but there's a whole other half I haven't even said nothing about. You know that that, that Satan tried to get rid of me when my mom was six months pregnant. She went into labor, and back then, you didn't survive. But God... Born at three pounds, went down to two pounds. My mom had to feed me with a teaspoon because I wasn't strong enough to suck from a bottle. But God, listen, the tax on you did not start when you got saved. The tax on you started the moment you was born because Satan was trying to stop you from walking into your destiny. So quit blaming your father. Quit blaming your mother. Quit blaming whoever. He said, the devil did it to me. So I'm going to praise God because I know that the Lord got my deliverance at hand. see the whole picture. You gotta quit judging God from a, a million piece puzzle and you judging God from one piece of the puzzle. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Listen, why would he send Jesus the answer and Jesus go through what he went through when God could have stopped it all from happening unless the plan that he had was greater than the problem and that he didn't get glorified through the answer. 
you gotta tap in to what is yours. God has given you a spirit of influence and territory to influence the next generation, to influence your children and your grandchildren, but you gotta tap into it. Time is out for us to just do church. You gotta be walking in the spirit. You gotta be proclaiming something. You gotta be walking in something. You gotta trust God for what you don't see yet. Is God in control? Is he a God of destiny? Listen, you are not just supposed to be just walking through life. You ought to be living life on purpose. With purpose. You are seeing the miracles of God. God's waiting on us. God waiting on us to catch hope. God said, I got destiny for you. I got purpose for you. I didn't call you and save you just for you to trip through life. But until you catch hope and begin to believe, you can live out your Christianity tripping over yourself. I have to say this, but I gotta say this. The devil is not our biggest enemies. We are. We don't get out of our own heads. Listen what he says here. Listen what he's saying. He said, I want to open up your eyes to the bone. He says, now, now, now after he says, he says, to start proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. Now hold on, that you have favor. What's this? What's this? What's this? Sometimes you got to speak what you're not walking in yet. Speak the word of God. Now, now let, me, let me throw some disclaimers. Some of us, as some teachers teach, that all you have to do is have faith, and faith is it. No, 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 no. Uh, that's, 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 that is false teaching. What you have faith in is the promises that is in his word. What you have faith in is what the Spirit has spoken to your spirit. What you have faith in is what God has said and the character and the nature of God. God is not a genie trying to fulfill your wishes. He is God that has called you to his glory and he will bless you when you walk in faith in him. And many of us have tried God to foolish things. And when God didn't fulfill our wishes, we got disappointed with God and God said, who told you I was going to do that? Whose voice are you listening to anyway? I didn't say that. You can say ouch, it's okay. <laughs> but these are truths that we got to know in order to fight. Because watch this, you're in a fight whether you like it or not. You're in a battle whether you like it or not. And some of us are ready to quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. You can't afford Listen, Why are you going to quit when your victory has been promised? Why are you going to quit when God said it's already yours? Listen, the battle is a faith battle, and you have to guard up yourself and say, I believe, listen, listen, I think that you have to not only proclaim, I think you need to denounce some things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, I got to step into this. You ready for this? You have to denounce what people done called you. You have to denounce stuff that people don't label you with. You have to denounce people saying you dress like your daddy and you know your daddy wasn't all that good. You have to denounce, you know, so 
folks have put stuff on you that was never meant to be said over you. There's power in the church. Let me talk to some mamas. Be careful what you say about your kids. It can deep, get deep down in them and when you have forgotten that you said it, they'd be 80 years old struggling what you said 79 years ago. Some of us are still struggling with somebody said and they've been dead and gone, but the recording is still in our heads. At some point, you got to identify the lie of the enemy and say, I denounce that. That is not true. I put it under the blood. That is not me. I denounce that. You have no more power over me. Lord, I am who you say I am. I am wonderfully and fearfully made. I got destiny inside of me. of me. I'm made after Christ Jesus. It's not just one, it's both because we struggle. <laughs> we struggle. We struggle. I struggle. Hey, listen, I still got to remind myself. I still got to preach to myself. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not showing you what I learned from school. I'm showing you how I made it thus far. I'm showing you survival tactics that I had to learn else I would have lost my mind a long time ago. I'm showing you that, that in the heat of the battle, you better open up your mouth and speak. I'm showing you that if you really want to change something, change it inside of you first. Listen, you got to be walking in it and believing in it before the atmosphere changes. Let's go on. And I don't keep us all down. What's this? He says, he says, he says, he says, they avengers. This is a two for prophecy. It depicts the first time Jesus came to bring healing and deliverance in favor. Let me explain favor. Favor means favor is where God's blessing is on you to open up doors only He can. Favor is what should have happened didn't happen because God's favor. Uh, God's favor is people that don't know you from nowhere like you and open up doors for you. Favor is that God shut the door and locked it so that you can't get through it because he's protecting you. <laughs> Favor is that person that's trying to get close to you, but God knows they mean you no good. They get pushed away from you, and you wonder what happened in here. God knocked them out the way. That's favor. That's favor. That's favor. Because if you needed them, they would be there. But since God knew they meant you no good, they would refer to her in the phone call that God was protecting. Favor is when things just happen. And folks are wondering. 
What's, what all happened to me? Save rain for Save rain for That's all that simple for you. Don't be ashamed of your favor. People will get jealous of your favor. Family get jealous of your favor. Now, now that God has blessed me, I know I don't deserve this, but God is just building me. He's just building me. Don't make apologies. Just say thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's why he came. Now you understand. You trying to be obedient to him, bring more favor. If you live in sloppy, it messes up your favor. Some of us would have been way farther than where we are, but because we haven't put a. Okay, let me go here now. Even mess up the blessing on your children when you don't shut the crack that God has given you appetite to shut. I bet you if King Saul knew that Jonathan would have to die because of his disobedience, he would have reconsidered his actions. Listen, 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 listen. If you don't close the door on your mess, well, God is telling you to deal with it. Now, now there's a difference between you, you're in a process and you're getting there and you just not listening. Ooh. How can I say this? Justin, come here. We're going to do this again. When you fall down and you get back up, you are being processed. There's no harm in process. Let me explain process. If God delivered you right away, you have no appreciation for the deliverance. But when deliverance costs you something, you ain't going back to that once you get out. Come on now. Come on now. Hold on now. Come on. Come on now. I need some real people thinking with me. There's some things to get a long time to let go of. It costs you more than what you were willing to pay. Took you longer than you were willing to stay. I mean, this day was hard. Took you places where you didn't want to go. And let God delivered you. You're not stepping across that line no more. Uh-oh. You ain't going home, man. No, 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 no. Fuck you over here. Close. You're trying to get as far. That cost. But if God delivers you all of a sudden, guess what? You play. It didn't cost you enough. God knows our heart better than we know our heart. And he's not playing games with our heart. Because the one thing he wants is your heart. So I said, as long as you are, you're closing the, 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 the crack. Now, if God is ahead of you and you back there, Dancing on the line. This is what it does. A demon comes in. Because it's demon influence anyway. And now it has the right to say, even though you don't have a child yet, because you played too long, I'm going to take what I dangled in front of you and dangled it in front of them. If blessings go generations, why can't curses? It just operates this way. When you understand spiritual principles, you then begin to take things way more seriously. You begin to say, Lord, you are God all the time. 
and everything. Listen, listen to me. The more you know, the less you can afford to be sloppy in your Christianity. The more you understand, the less you... Now, babies got milk all over them. Because they're babies. Children, they're full up in the head all over the floor because they're children. But if you're an adult, you just can't afford to just, just be, no. Now, now you understand, this curses me. It curses me. Which means something that should have took me three weeks, now taking me three years. Does that mean, y'all, come on now. Because I'm answering questions that you have asked of why and because we didn't know the principles. Listen, listen. Thank you, man. He said, I came to comfort you. Listen, why does he come to comfort unless he knows life has hurt us? He knows. He understands. He got it. He will not even allow it if he couldn't heal it. Which means that why it's happening, he got you. One of the things I've learned is this. The one thing God won't let Satan touch, if we don't let him touch it, is our hearts. Your heart is the essence of who you are. That's your spirit. That's, that's the core of who you are. That's where God got his arms wrapped around you. That's why you can't afford for bitterness and unforgiveness to get into your heart because it will contaminate your heart. That's why you got to be quick to let go. Listen, I know they hurt you, but don't give them your heart. I know they did it, but don't let them have your heart. You gotta let go. You gotta say, yes, I forgive them all because I know my heart is at stake. And you look and flow through my heart. To give consolation of joy. Listen, don't let nobody steal your joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I got a question. Well, what if everything is happening? How do you find your joy? You know how you find your joy? Start praising him. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. Listen, you don't need the choir to do praise and worship. You you don't need to go to church to do praise and worship. You don't know how to do praise and worship all by yourself. Make up your own song. Make a melody in your heart. Lord, you've been good to me. You've been very, very good to me. You've been good to me. You need it the most when you don't feel like it. Hallelujah. You make it a habit that you walk up on the wrong side of the bed. Okay? Go over to the other side and start praising here. You move him out of your thinking and you set your mind on the law and watch it change your day. Yeah, we got cell phones now. You need to set your cell phone for praise time. 
Seventy-four every hour. Excuse me. Where you going? I got to go to the bathroom. You must be on a water pill. You can stay there if you want to. <laughs> and you get in there. Hallelujah. Glory. I bless your name. They come on back. They just get on my last name. I refuse. People, you don't have to ride somebody else's roller coaster. That's your roller coaster. I don't like roller coaster, and I definitely don't like your roller coaster. I refuse. I'm trying to move on, and y'all acting up on me. This is. He says, I give to them an ornament. So he gives to me an ornament, a garland, a denim of beauty. He says, I have already placed the crown on your head. There is a spiritual crown on your head. He called you his royal priesthood, which means that you are royalty. Not then, but now. You know what that means? You have to put it on in the morning in your own thinking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before Satan puts something on you. Before you answer the phone. Yes, sir. Before you go to work. Yes, sir. You better Put a crown of God on you that you know who you are so all the other stuff will bounce off. You know, when you know who you are, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. I believe you ought to have mirrors, people who will show you who you are. I, I believe that because, because we don't know ourselves. But those people better know Jesus. They, they better be at the same level, a higher level spiritually, because they will teach you. Do not allow family, husband, wife, if they're using the wrong mirror, don't let them determine who you are. There's some things you gotta let bounce off of you. And if God had to show you, if God had to show you, let the God, God will show you who you are in Christ Jesus. Because when you see Christ Jesus, that's you. That's your born again spirit. Receive that. Receive that. Speak that to yourself. That that's who I am. And I don't care what anybody else says, that's who I'm walking in. To know that because Satan is trying to show you something that you're not. That's the battle. He stole their identity. They were made in the image of God. They don't like this. That's spirit. Because God is spirit. When they disobeyed, they lost that. Being born again, he reestablished that. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23 says that you've been born again of an incorruptible spirit. He said seed. That's your spirit. Incorruptible. Satan can't touch that. Can't nothing touch that. But notice it's seed form. Notice you got to grow it. Grow it. Grow it. Tell your neighbor grow it. Grow it. Grow it. That is the nature of Christ in you. That's who you are. Okay, let me hurry up. <laughs> he says, he says, he says, he says, I give you the spirit of joy. Tell to my side, I got joy deep on the inside. I got joy. All your wings are anointed. 
oil means anointing. It's also a word for the Holy Spirit, which means it's already there, but you got to prime the pump. Okay, I'm trying to hurry. It says expressive praise. You know what? You don't have to praise like anybody else. You ought to find a praise that is peculiarly yours. Here's a verse in, and I got to fight it again. It's a verse in Isaiah, and it says this. You will bring your gift of praise. Now, 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 in this verse, what is happening is, Isaiah is turning to all the nations, and he was telling them what they bring. Yes, then he turned to Ethiopia, uh, Africa. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. And he said to them is, you know what you have that is different from anybody else? Uh-huh. Is your praise. Hallelujah. Right. Did you know that people try to copy our praise? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did you know that our uniqueness of what we bring is our ability of praise and dance and music? And and we got a lot of folks that is a shame when God said, I gave you. Are you ashamed? You know, when God really when you know there's nobody but God. I mean, when you sure enough know that nobody could have brought you out but God, you begin not to care what nobody thinks. You know, David had it right. David danced out of his clothes because he recognized nobody did it but God. God is right. Nobody but Jesus. Nobody but you, Jesus. So somebody ought to say, nobody but Jesus did it for me too. Okay, I'm almost done. He said, instead of, what's this? He said, what Satan wants to put on you is a heavy burden, fallen spirit. Now, hold on. You know that's telling me? That when I get low into depression, that's not coming from God. I'm saying that Satan is trying to cloak you with something that's not yours. Spirit. Everything is spirit. Everything coming from a source. So, so isn't it funny? You can wake up and what's wrong with me today? And then I said, it's going to be a bad day. If, if, if I didn't have bad luck, I would have no luck at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yesterday I said, hallelujah. Great is my God, but now today. What shift? God didn't move. Positioning and didn't move. What happened? And if it's not God, why are you accepting it? Why are you going there? Why are you receiving it? The moment you walk in there, you gotta say, Oh no. Uh uh. The same God that I was praising yesterday is the same God I'm gonna praise today. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! There's some stuff you knock off of you. Okay, let's go on. What's this? This is what, and I'm just gonna touch it. He says, I have done all this. So that you, the seed I planted, will grow to be oaks. Higher than any other tree. Stronger than any other tree. 
the family of oak trees grow strong, big. It's the hardest of wood. And they stand straight up. And many times, they come out of ashes. They come out of horrible ground. They come out of forest fire. But, but once they get up, they're like no other tree. And God says, if I saved you, I called you to be this. So why are you walking around with your head down? Why are you walking around with your thoughts low? Well, I called you. Listen, somebody didn't get this. God called you. The creator of the heaven called you. He who stood on nothing and made everything said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I stick you in your mother's stomach. I know your inward parts. I know everything about you. And I made you just the way I wanted you to be. So that when I raise you, they will know that it was me. God wants to take you higher and higher. My brothers and sisters, and I'm closing. I'm going to have to come back because I can't preach all this. But this is what he says. So one of the reasons, and I'm just going to tap into it, that I want to live for you because I want to use you to touch the next generation. What he's saying is, when I deliver you, you got a story to tell. He said, the reason why I allow you to hurt so bad, because I got a lot of other hurting people that you can identify with. And once they see what I did in you, in spite of what you've been through, to be such a presence of the Lord on us that it draws people. Okay, let me prove it, then I'm gone. Let me prove it, then we're gone. I have seen so many people die. Been in the room with dead folks. Seen so many people take the last breath. I don't lost count. One thing that I know is this. When a saint dies, something happened to the shell that they were in. Oh, y'all know y'all need to hear me. Y'all need to hear me. They may have been on chemo. They may have been on dialysis in the skin and it's all dark and all that. But as we are waiting, there's, I mean, they're dead. There's no life. The spirit is gone. The soul is gone. But if you wait there, it looks like all of a sudden, what was ashy dull skin takes on a radiance and no one put lotion on it. I'm, I'm talking about, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about before the Cardinal get there, before Thompson Holland Jordan get there, before Preston Clark get there, while they're still laying in the bed, there is a radiance that comes upon which used to be the residence of the Holy Spirit. You know what I think God is saying? I'm leaving evidence that this one was mine. Uh, y'all need a yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. God is just that awesome. Matter of fact, let me use scripture to prove it. It's in 2 Kings, now 1 Kings, where, where the prophet Elisha 
Second Kings, thank you, man. I was right the first time. I should have went with my first mind. You see what happened when you second guess yourself? Okay, Second Kings, here he is in a cave, been dead so long that the insects that ate his flesh, those bones laying on the ground. Israel is in battle, and one of the Israelites had been killed. So they take him and throw him in the cave, and he just happened to land on those dry, dead bones of Elisha. But it was Elisha bones. It wasn't just any bones. It was Elisha bones. God's servant bones. There was still enough Holy Ghost residue on the bones that when that dead soldier hit that bone, life shot from the bones into the soldier and he came alive. And God is able to do that. Can't he make a dead body shine? Try to show glory in a dead body. I got a question. And then I'm done. Do God have to wait till you dead to make you shine? I'm kidding me, I'm crazy. Because some of us won't let him have his way. And until you let him have his way, he can't shine through you. See, if you shine, you don't have to put Vaseline on your bald head. have a natural shine to it. I wonder, is that Vaseline or is that Holy Ghost? See, when you let a radius, people be trying to buy your makeup because they think it's your makeup that make you look so. But they will buy the same makeup and it don't do nothing for them. You got the Holy Ghost makeup. Tell them you put on the Holy Ghost that morning. Tell them you feel the Holy Ghost that there's a natural Holy Ghost shine to your makeup. You can take off your makeup and say, ain't I still shining? He's gonna shine out on the outside. You know what God wants? He wants some oak trees. He wants some Christians that are standing up, that is glowing, that have an anointing, that comes and says, There's something about you. I want what you got. And you can tell them, I got Jesus. I got Jesus. Shine! Say that with me. Shine! 